What up, what up, what up everyone? Welcome to episode 7 of Combo's Court and I am Combo. Today's episode is being brought to you by Body Armor. Yeah man, Blaze French came through in the clutch last week with the cases of Body Armor. LJ pulled up as well. Shout out to Blaze and LJ. Also, big, big thanks to the Combo's Court fam. I truly appreciate the continued support. Unbelievable. Today's episode, Mike Dunn, Mike Dunn, Mike Dunn is in the building. Instagram's favorite shooter stops by. Great episode. Great conversation. I think you guys will enjoy it. If you want to become a better shooter or just be thoroughly entertained, follow Mike on IG at Dunn. That's S-E-E-M-I-K-E-D-U-N-N. You know you can follow me on Instagram at 1-2-Combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Don't forget to leave a comment and a rating right on iTunes. Let's get into it. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why. I love I love the Kurt style NBA. Everybody can shoot fast dribble. I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of the 1990s Houston dump it down, kick it back out. I kind of like the current way basketball is. I tell people like get rid of the center position. Period. I don't want anything with the center position going in basketball. I just think basketball is meant to be played the way it is. I think it's meant to be played positionless, free, read and react, and just flow, man. And I just think that's when the game just constant up, up and down, up and down. I feel like that's when. That's when it's just the most fun to watch. I agree 100%. 110%. We could uh, segue into Ed IT experiment with these rules. They're, uh, they're taking the three-point line out. Yeah. The, the, the lane is getting wide. I think it's great for spacing. What are your thoughts on it? I love it. I think it's great. I think they're great. They're, I think it's great they're doing it. Actually, my wife and I, I was telling them, I was like, oh, they're going to go to go. They're going to four quarters in the NIT. And she was like, why are they doing that? I don't know if they should do that or not. Yeah, that's cool, um, too. I like that. Also, yeah. uh, more players play overseas than go to the NBA, and it kind of you know, we're kind of getting into that style of rules pretty much. But. Yeah, well, it's the only it's the only high league, I guess you could say, that has halves like no other. There's no no one else has. Half. I mean, even the women's game has four quarters now. Let's pay them. Let's pay all the kids and give them four quarters like let's do that. But but I like it. I like it. But the three point line thing, the only thing with me, like I, I still think and I'm, I'm such a big fan of the NBA. Like I love the NBA. Um but I love it. I love it because of how skilled the players are. I think in college, extending that three-point line out isn't going to do a whole lot because there's there's not that many guys that can shoot the ball in college. For sure. You know For what sure. I mean? Like, I think I feel like the drop off on skill level is so significant that I don't know. We just need more people that can shoot the ball, and then and then it will start to spread things out a little more, and we won't have forty-two to forty-five. Yeah. Big Ten games. Exactly. I think the threat of a deeper line. A couple things. I think the threat of a deeper line will space it out, even if guys are missing. Right. And remember in the 90s when they brought it in, three-point percentage actually went down because you had a lot of guys that thought they could shoot now, the three. So maybe it'll do do the reverse. I don't know. I hope so. (laughs) That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So do you think college players should be paid? And more importantly, I think we're on agreement in that. How? How do we do it? So I have no idea how. That's not for me to figure out, man. I just I just make Instagram videos. You know what I mean? So I don't have to figure out how to pay these guys. But uh 
Yeah, man, I think they need they need to be paid. I, I think there needs to be some type of compensation regarding the direct the direct revenue that they're bringing in for their sports. And I think it just gets kind of clouded. And I, I was listening to your podcast uh, early on the, earlier this week, and I, I'm not sure who it was that, that they had on, but he made get a great point when he when he started talking about um, if you're going to pay, you know, the basketball players, the football player, you got to pay every athlete. The that's, chess, that's chess team? Don't they consider, don't they consider video yeah. games uh, athletes now? The video game players? Yeah, some e-gaming, I guess, and all that stuff. <laughs> I guess. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's that's where the difficult part comes in. So I'm I'm not sure exactly how it would work out, but I just feel like there has to be some. I thought he had a great idea when he when he was saying you get a certain amount of money per per year you stay. And at the end, depending on when you leave, that's the money that you leave, that, that you get to walk away with. I thought that, that, was is, a, that was a pretty good idea. That is awesome idea. You know, right on Combo's Core Podcast, you know, we got yeah. to get into it. Uh, you said all you do is make Instagram posts, which, <laughs> which I don't believe that's true because I know you have a nine to five. Yeah. I know you have a wife. I know you're about to have a kid. Yeah. So I know I'm huge on this. So I know you got to be as well. Time management. Yeah. got to be huge for you. What are your thoughts on it? How We talked about you a little bit growing up, but take me through a day of what you do now and how you manage your time, manage all these things. Basically the way you do social media got to be a full-time job. So how do you, how do you get it? How do you get it all in? I think, I think it all comes down to, to making a decision. Um, and then a few years ago, um, I was, I was talking to my wife and, and essentially, you know, I'm working my nine to five and I was talking to her one night and, um, I was like, man, you know, I need to be doing something with basketball. Like, that's what I love to do. I feel like in my in my mind, I'm like, I'm really, really good at this particular thing. And I I think that, you know, if I was just if I was just if I had my name out there, people would people would know that this is what I'm meant to do and blah, blah, blah. And she listened to all of it. And she was like, uh, she was like, OK, she was like, that was great. Like, I hear you. But like, what are you going to do about it? She's like, I don't want to I don't I don't really want to hear you talk about what you could be like, just just do it. You know what you have to do, find steps to doing it. And right. um, so at that point I had already been like waking up super early in the morning and like got, like got really into like these morning routines and, and to set my day up. But then I kind of like, I kicked it into, I kicked it into to overdrive a little bit at that point. And everything that I do time-wise is based on achieving this goal of, of becoming the best at what I do. I don't, I feel like why, why, why even go after something? If your mindset isn't, I want to be the best at this eventually. I don't care if I'm the best when I'm, I'm 31 right now, but I don't care if it takes me to the time I'm 50, at least I could say at that point in time, like, okay, I, I went after that goal with everything I had and, and I have it. So really it comes down to using my time different than mostly everybody else is going to use theirs. So I wake up at three 15 every morning. Um, I get to the gym. That's a cra- that's a that's a crazy advantage right there. Yeah, I mean, you got to think about it. if you break it down. I think I think so often everybody thinks about time in these in the, in, in certain parameters that this is this is the time you need. This is the the normal time for people to start something or the normal time for something to, somebody to finish something. So it was kind of like okay, well let me let me explore those times when no one's really doing anything because I know I can absolutely get everything done I need to get done without being interrupted. So from 3.15 till 6.30 in the morning every single day, I know that really nothing's going to come up that's going to get in the way of, of this, this goal that I'm chasing, right? So I can get my, my work in. I can film stuff. I can answer direct messages. I can answer emails. And I can, I can kind of order my content for the day in which I want, in which I want to release. And uh, then it's off to the 9 to 5 and, and then other training stuff afterwards. So, I mean, really, I, I think anybody can do it. It's just a matter of like, okay, 
I guess we we love I feel like we love talking about like this is what I'm going to do. Like, think about it. There's probably a time where you would be like, man, I, I'm going to do a podcast. And you probably were talking of about course. it like, oh, I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to do a podcast. And there's this brief time where you hadn't started it yet, but you talked about it. But then when you finally just dove in, you're like, all right, I'm all in. Now, let's just let's just go. Let's let's go as far as we can go with it. I'm going to put everything I can. I'm going to I'm going to learn as I go. And with that, I'm just going to get better right. and better and better. And I can even tell by listening to your right. podcast, that's that's what's happening. Like your your podcasts are just you're getting more and more comfortable and and everything is just starting to flow more better and better. And I just think that if anybody takes that approach and just dedicates the time to it, I mean, you're golden at the end of the day. I appreciate that, man. I do put a lot of time into it, and I, I appreciate that you're saying that it's yeah. getting better. That that makes me that helps me keep For going, sure. man. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, Mike, I'm gonna keep going no matter what. But that <laughs> right, <helps me>. right. <laughs> um, take it back to college. You know, March Madness. We gotta talk about okay. college. Uh, a lot of talk of getting rid of the one and done. Your thoughts? I don't like it. I don't like it. I. I oh wait, wait, wait. So is that so getting rid of the one and done meaning they can they can now players can go strictly straight to the NBA again, right? Okay. Yeah, your thoughts oh, in yeah. general. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm fine with that. I think that's I, I don't think there was ever there ever should have been a time where they implemented it. Um I mean if a kid wants to go, let them go. I just think that if they think they're ready, let them be ready. And I think just have some type of fall thing in place where I don't I don't understand why we need to be so hard on these kids if if maybe they did make a bad decision at 18 deciding to come out that they can't go back to school and, and play. Like if they don't get picked up by an NBA team, they're not they're you know what I mean? They're they're not a professional. So let them just go back to school, right. just put some parameters in place, however the NCAA wants to do it in terms of the money thing, and um, let them test it out. I mean, it's, 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 it, to me, it's just one of those things where if, he, if, if a player thinks he can do it, and obviously players have done it. I mean, yes, yeah, some have failed, uh, but I don't know. I, I feel like it's hard to tell a kid this is what you have to do. You have to go to school, especially when we all know that that one year of school is – is is kind of like a sham like ben simmons that ben simmons documentary it kind of showed that was crazy he didn't even want to be there yeah i was gonna say with with ben simmons like he he was already completely aware of everything that's going on like in his mind he's looking around he's like okay that person's wearing my jersey there there's my image there's this season tickets just sold out at lsu like he's like this is all because of me like i understand that but i don't i can't go in here and accept you know i think at one time he like he was went into a uh, like a sneaker store and he couldn't he couldn't go he couldn't just get sneakers because somebody wanted to give him sneakers you know you know what I mean so it's like man I'm I'm bringing in all this revenue but I can't I can't get anything from it yeah I mean I think it's crazy you can't even profit off the jerseys that you sell right. when you're playing you know right. you're sweat right. it's crazy right. uh Mike Dunn a big participator on the combo story polls I always see him I appreciate it uh always. so we're gonna we're gonna do a couple live man. What do you think? All right, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Better PG. Oh, and also we got to add why since we're going live. You know, you got to tell me why for now. Okay. Better PG, Kyrie or Steph? Um, I'm going to go Steph, I think, because Steph's uh, ability to completely change your the other team's game, game plan is unmatched. Like when somebody can shoot the ball from 40 feet away, um, can handle the ball and everything like that. I mean, you just it just changes everything. And Kyrie can shoot the ball and you can't go wrong with either one. But. Steph's different, man. That's just a different. He's just a different animal. True, true. I agree. I mean, Steph, he is a different animal. He's probably the greatest shooter that ever lived. I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, better layup package: Kyrie or Kobe? Kyrie. Agreed. Kyrie. Agreed. I mean, uh, rather- the ability to use both hands and and his different finishes. Kobe never used those um those same leg finishes that he that that Kyrie yeah. is so famous for. Also, well, I think if we're saying finisher, it's closer. But if we're saying layup right. package. You yes, got to go, Kyrie. 
for sure. Uh, you rather drop 30 and lose or one point and win? Yeah, and 30, 30 and lose because I feel better about myself. <laughs> I have to, sadly I have to my, I mean, my career is over now so I have to agree with you so I don't have to yeah. stay political Heck yeah. 30 I don't want I don't want one point I mean I feel like yeah not 30 yeah for sure uh you know especially when you're young those 30 point games compared <laughs> yeah. to like those those 10 point games they like make you or break your life yes you know? absolutely so much better after absolutely LeBron or MJ who's better why uh I'm gonna get killed for this I think um, and people ask me all the time and I, I just, I, I'm a LeBron fan. Um, I take LeBron. I just take LeBron. I think LeBron was more, I think LeBron for some reason is more of a complete player to me, um, in terms of, in terms of getting his, getting his teammates involved. I think that, I think that if LeBron wanted to do a lot of things, whether he wanted to lead the league in scoring, lead the league in assists, like all that kind of stuff, he could go ahead and do so and just, but kind of just, you know, plays this all around type of game. But I don't look at the champion like the championship conversation to me is just played out. Like you can okay, whatever. I'm not gonna sit sit yeah. here and say Charles Barkley wasn't a good player because he doesn't have any rings. No, Charles Barkley was a hell of a player. So um For sure. I'm just in the, Carmelo, John Stockton, Reggie Miller, yeah. Pat Ewing, they're all great. And I think players. I'm in the LeBron camp too, because I just I've watched it from the beginning. I didn't get to watch Jordan from the beginning, but I've gotten to watch somebody with, in my mind, the highest expectations I've ever seen an athlete come into the league with and exceed them which is insane to me that he's able to do that that is crazy that is crazy uh one thing i don't understand about it is when people start talking about the six for six thing which which is right. great but what if jordan would have carried his team to the finals every year but then lost those other years so now he's not perfect like but he but he carried them further those years do you see what i'm saying yeah well th- this is what's flawed about that argument to me is like yeah. oh well jordan's six for six well what about the years he didn't even get there like we yeah. just we just say oh it's only when he's there well what about he didn't even get there a bunch of years you know what i mean like i it's just a weird that's a weird conversation to me yeah a couple of years lebron their second best player was i don't even know who to be honest ira newble crazy i think it was ira newble was the second best player <laughs> shout out to him man shout out to him <laughs> uh better shooter I think you're going to struggle with this one. All I right. think we spoke about it once, but I think you're going to struggle with this one. Better shooter, better shooter, Kevin Durant or Dirk? Oh, man. That is tough. Um, you want me to answer? Yeah, you can answer. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards Dirk. I'm leaning co- towards Durant because he could shoot in more ways. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, off the drip, off the drip, off the, like, the cross, off the move. Yeah. I mean, you know? Yeah, but I, I think Dirk and Dirk 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 let a lot of threes fly earlier on in his career, but then as right. time went on, he he kind of stuck to the mid range a little more. Um, I think uh, that's such a hard question because both of them are just enough. they're automatic buckets. I mean, you give them a little bit of daylight. Even Dirk, at, I think Dirk's what he's seventy five years old right now, still getting buckets. So, uh, current Warriors or ninety six Bulls, who would win in a series? Uh, I. I'll be in the minority on this too, but I think the Warriors would win. I don't think you're in the minority. Really? I think I did. I think I did a poll. Yeah. Is that a prisoner? Yeah, but that might be like a prisoner of the moment thing. Because and probably a lot of young, probably a yeah, lot of young followers. Yeah, you probably have a lot of young followers who were like, "Who's Scottie Pippen? Who's this Scottie Pippen guy? Like, who? who it doesn't matter." But yeah, I, I don't know. I just think the only the only advantage the Bulls would have is just it was more physical then. So if they were able to really get into 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 those guys, but I still think that one through five on the Warriors, they're just way too talented. For sure. For sure. You know, I got a lot of young followers from the Philadelphia area buying combos court socks. Why do you think that is? 
Man, I'm, you just got it like that, man. You're 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 a cult figure here in Philadelphia. I was driving over the bridge, and they had they had a combo a combo court uh, sock ad on a uh, on a billboard that somebody bought. So I don't I don't know. It might have something to do with Mike Dunn. I don't know. <laughs> um, let me see. March Madness or NBA playoffs? What do you enjoy more? NBA playoffs. I I like. I mean, I got. Go ahead. I like March Madness, but I mean. Like I said, it, it's a different level of competition in the NBA, and it's the best players in the world. I'd rather watch the best players in the world over anything any day. Yeah, uh, but that one and done, that one game, and you lose and you're done. That's exciting, man. It is, but I'm I'm an NBA guy, man. I'm gonna stick. To, I'm sticking to my answer. You're not gonna you're not gonna change my answer. So I'm staying. I'm staying with it. This guy's starting. He's starting with his answer. Can't change yep. it. Uh, do you see yourself having a nine to five five years from now? No. And why? No, not even, not even close. Um, because I'm working towards getting out of that every day. I'm working towards, you know, finding a way to do do what it is that I that I love to do, um, and through that, try to impact as impact as many people as possible in a, in a positive way. And uh, while I'm appreciative of it for now, because it, it it helps me with everything, I just know that at the end of the day, I feel like that's not my that's not my purpose at the end of the day, and that's not why I wake up at three fifteen in the morning. So. Uh, five years from now, no. So do you say you're doing it pretty much for the money? Right now, 100%. Got you. Got you. I like the honesty, man. I yeah. I mean, I'm not doing it because I love it right now. I'm doing it because it pays the bills and it's allowing me to kind of fund, you know, fund my passion and, and continue to to chase after this this dream I have. Facts. I, I love the honesty, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, that's about it, man. <laughs> cool, I man. That's fun, man. It was about it was about time. Man. It was a long time coming. I'm I'm glad you finally uh finally got Zencaster up. Uh, took my advice and learned learned how to use technology a little bit. It's uh I'm proud of you, man. It's good. I think I think what are you? You're like you're like 42 now. So like this was a little. You know what? Do. I'm just you know me. You know LJ. Me and LJ were talking, man. I'm just <laughs> you. We were just hoping that like. I'm just really happy you weren't a weirdo, like some social media weirdo, uh, that, that, like some nerd that just couldn't talk in a regular conversation. Man, uh, I'm happy. Man. I'm, I think if uh, anything, I think if anything, it's the opposite. Like I think that people are like, man, this guy talks too much. Um, nah, I love it. I would love I to sit down with both you and LJ one day because I think LJ's perspective on things, just like the small window of things I get to see just through social media and then obviously listening to him on on the podcast. I just feel like he's a really, really interesting dude that I would love to sit down with and just chop it up with for a little bit. LJ is like he's some kind of weird basketball genius. Yeah, man. man. That's, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like he's like the basketball monk. Like he's like, he's like he has like this, the, the, this peaceful aura to him. And he's just like very <laughs> oh, calm and centered all the time. Like that's what I feel like he is, like a basketball monk. Yo, man, I appreciate it. I appreciate you always shooting in your combos court socks, even though you have your own socks now. I got a pair. I just got the red uh, ones today too, man. Just got them. So, oh, for real? Yeah, so you'll, you'll you'll see them soon on the video. Yes, man, I love it. I love it. Y'all really don't for real. Um, I know we're joking around right now. I really appreciate everything. You always showed a lot of support, and uh, that's all I got to say, man. Really appreciate you, one hundred percent. Yeah, man, it goes it's, it goes both ways, man. It goes both both ways. Just just doing stuff we love to do. So why not? Why not support those people that, you know, are, you can see that are obviously very authentic and, and trying to do something that they love to do. For sure. For sure. And you got to keep going, too. Always. Always.